What it do? What it do? What it do? How y'all doing? What up? Really, Adrian? <laughs> you know I be rushing, man. I be rushing. Hi, hey, how y'all doing in the background? Whoever that was. That was you talking. Probably my mama. Hey, mama. <laughs> how you doing? Welcome. Welcome. We are Breaking Barriers Podcast. How y'all doing this week? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Good. Good. Them Tuesdays be coming, man. They be coming. Back to back. Back to back. Back back back. Drina, how was the Beyonce concert? <sighs> it was amazing. <laughs> really, girl? Spill the tea. Shut up. Listen, I probably got the craziest Beyonce story. Ever. I got in on the floor. I went to New Orleans without a ticket. <laughs> I got in on the floor and I paid zero dollars. <laughs> wow. I'm a pretty likable person. <laughs> Gina, let me find out you out here doing something strange for a little piece of change. Wow. The only thing strange I did was I was like, you know what? I'm getting in here. And I got in there. <laughs> wow. I'll tell y'all the story afterwards. It was pretty crazy. Really? <laughs> well, for those of you who do not know who we are, we are the Breaking Barriers podcast. Me, myself, and my amazing co-host. I will introduce them so we can get this show on the road. I have Mr. Adrian Taylor, a.k.a. Mr. GC, you feel me? AKA Mr. Tide. That's, that's what I'm going with today. Mr. Tide. Then we have old sneakiness in the damn popular <laughs> Drina, AKA Drina Dream. AKA Drina finds out. Yeah, oh, she found out how to get in that damn concert. <laughs> hey, Denise. Mm hmm. And then we have our host who just had a birthday, Miss Dee Dee, Miss AKA. The Core Queen. AKA. I don't even know if I'm fully recovered yet. <laughs> the turn up that means you had a good time. That's an understatement. Okay. Of a lifetime. Mm. Oh my God. It was so real. <laughs> so much fun so much fun i haven't had that much fun in a very long time very long time but uh we got some stuff to talk about oh my goodness these folks have cut up uh this week in these trending topics but we're going to start off with our uh nfl recap did y'all watch some games this weekend my grandfather watched the saints game and then he got up and left <laughs> He was so upset, <laughs> but no, I didn't watch no other football. Yeah, the Saints. Oh, I don't know what to tell you about the Saints. <laughs> yeah, they between the Saints. Who else? The uh, the Patriots. I don't know what the hell they doing. They hot garbage. They done bench. They back on quarterback. I saw the Broncos finally won. Got a win. You do it. That's right, Kevin. Fly Eagles fly. Y'all know my Eagles just doing what they do. We 4-0. Oh. 
We lead in, you know, the NFC East. We don't only the second, the only two teams in the NFL undefeated. <laughs> but of course, some Cowboys fans still talking shit. I mean, you know, the Cowboys, they, that's what they're gonna do now. They're gonna do that until you put them out. Then then it's next year. Every year is their year. Yeah. Until it ain't. Yeah. Whoa. Every year is the year to LA. Right. So we uh Adrian wanted to talk about what old Jill Scott had to say this week. I don't know how true this is. You know, I don't know if y'all experienced this, but Jill Scott said that it only takes six months to know if you want to be serious with someone or not. Do y'all believe that? I don't, I don't believe it. I don't personally, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think it I depends on your age. I don't think it takes six months. I think it takes about four months. That's just me though. I think it depends on your age. Cause I don't think a 21 year old <laughs> would be that insightful to know within six months if they are going to spend the rest of their life with somebody. But I think for sure, a 31, 41, like, I think they can probably sift through that and understand that, yeah, I'm going to take this one serious. I, mm, I think I will say at 21, I knew if I wanted to take somebody serious or not. Now, I can't say marriage at 21, but at 21, I definitely knew if it's like, okay, I want to see what it's going in six months. Yeah. I don't know too many 21 year olds who would even who are even taking themselves serious, let alone yeah, I'm not, human I was, And the reason why I say that because if, if I saw something in you, I would just be like, if, if I wasn't on that that type of time, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you make it because I ain't on the type of time you own. And yeah, I don't think it takes six months. I, I think six months is a long time. I think that at 21, like if you go on like that, young like that. It's girls that be like, girl, you won't believe what he did this weekend. Like, and they'll be like, he bought drinks for me and my friends. Like, this is the one. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm gonna take him. I'm gonna take out him. Hmm. I'm at that age. Like, it is like you fall quick. His That's mama is. Especially if you're talking about girls who don't have a father figure. Anything yeah. a guy does is impressive to them. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't. They be then, they be then thought about, we're going to get, like, it goes zero to 100 real quick. Like, oh, we finna get married. This is what we're going to name mm -hmm. our kids. Like, just, mm -hmm. <laughs> it is crazy for yeah. girls, for women. Really? Hmm. That's, I feel mm -hmm. like that's why so many women hang, like, when they start dating somebody at a, in like teenage years, they hold on to them for so long because they're like, this has got to be the one for mm -hmm. me. Because they really mm -hmm. want that to happen. They really want that to be it, the case. Because I think Jill Scott said something like uh, she just like, she's easy to just cut them off. She like, she know like, nah, I'm cutting them off. Like she don't even let it linger. She don't let it go further. She just cuts people off. I don't know a lot of women that do that. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Yeah, I don't know a lot of women that do that. Hmm. 
Hell, Adrian, you had a friend. Remember the girl you was, used to tell us about that was yeah. with the for like 10 years and like yeah. Did I ever finish that story? I don't know. No, you didn't. Oh, well, um, she ended up having a baby while um they're not together. <laughs> okay, well. Now we're about to get into a sticky situation, a, a, a topic that makes me want to throw up. Uh, um, so if, you have, if you're not familiar with Shannon Sharp, he has Club Shay Shay, his podcast. And he had Brittany Renner, who is an, I guess she's like an influencer. She used to be married to a basketball player named PJ Washington, had a baby with him. She divorced him. She's known for like being this like overly promiscuous uh, person, I don't know. She's in the in the industry, mm -hmm. and she told Shannon Sharp that she has slept with thirty five guys. She's thirty one years old, and she says she slept with thirty five guys. I think she's lying. I think it's way more <laughs> because she said in the same interview that she once slept with three men in the same day. So there's just the math ain't mathing in my head. What y'all think? Do you think she didn't feel like a lot of people in the comments were saying that's not a lot? I'm like, <laughs> right. So the average person, based on statistics, have slept with four to eight people. Four to eight people. That's typically how many people the average person is going to sleep with in their lifetime. So when you start saying 35, 40, 100, like those aren't average people. Those are slurs. I need people to understand that. I'm just saying. And if you calculate that, let's just say she started having sex at 15. That's two people a year, more than two people a year to the age 31. We ain't, even gonna, calculate, we ain't even gonna calculate that you was married for some of them years. <laughs> She was married? Yeah, the PJ Washington. That's the dude she got the baby with. Basketball player. I didn't know they got married. I thought she just had a baby with him. No, they was married. Oh. Okay. When I watched it, I agree with Danica. I was like, why do we, why do we gotta know everything about everybody? No shame. <laughs> no shame. Because the because the reason why is because the comments. They thought that what she said was normal. I'm like. What she she from the coast? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. So I so I I'll say this like about Brittany and and it and it especially for the young guys. This is a shine a light. Like she is very feminine, very like knows how to use her female energy and. You can see, even when you see her in interviews, except for the ones that she's super drunk, right? Like, she's extremely flirty, like, smiley, like, ha, 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 and that's your jokes, Kiki. Like, she had Shannon in there blushing, even though she's talking the way you watching the interview. Like, she had Shannon in there blushing still, even though she basically said, yeah, I done done all this. But you Shannon, know. you could tell he was still questioning, like, I might you need to know how to use her. Female prowess. There you go. 
she she knows how to use it. She all, really all prostitutes do. <laughs> right. They're great at it. They so you're like you can see, you can see um how <laughs> it, you can oh, see how they on. they are, you know. You gonna say hey? Adriel. You gonna say hey? You're not gonna say hi to us? Hi, hi little Adrian. Oh hi. Hi. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, she, she definitely uses it very, very well. And she I mean she knows what she's doing. So you kind of see like how dudes fall for it. I, I mean, but but they fall for it because they want to sleep with her. That's all that's most guys. Right. It, it, exactly, exactly <laughs> what it is. Because um, who was it? It was uh, I think was it Rick Fox, who who oh, said yeah. he tagged Shannon Sharp and was like, um, "Can you find out how I could be how we can be number thirty six to fifty? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't see that. Yeah, yeah. I ain't see that. No. And that's what you open yourself up to, though. Like those are the types of people that you're gonna attract because you keep talking about them, even though in one breath you mad because everybody's looking at you a certain way, but you are that way. That's who you are. Right. Oh, child, when they, oh, Lord, you're 31 now, when you get 41, it's going, oh, child. I hope she, I hope she, you know, go on and settle down, find somebody. Cause yeah, when she, she lose them looks, it's going to be, oh, I ain't going to say lose them, but you know, she gets a little older. She said, she said don't be mad cause she got that. Cause her taste is impressive. Mm. <laughs> Agent, wait, you said you made a um a post. You said, ladies, don't be fooled. Men do care about your body count. They're judging you. They yes. Count, so. Yeah. No Definitely. What, so no that's what I'm saying. So Shannon, because all that giggling he doing, you know, he might, you know, sleep with her, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't be one. See, look, Daniel said, when I was in Vegas, a woman came up and talked to me, and I could feel the desire coming from her. She asked me if I wanted to party, and I said I didn't pay for sex. The vibe instantly vanished. She was doing the same thing. Yeah. You know how to put that prowess out there to get what they want? <laughs> your wife said, tell your children to come up. Come up. Go upstairs. Yeah, I'll go upstairs. <laughs> well, dang, that was easy. <laughs> Jeez, see how dad just got the right. It's just that easy. <laughs> Jeez. Well, we're gonna hopefully Brittany because she said she said with three men in one in one day, and all she got was a yeast infection. Three dudes in one day. I hope. So fucking nasty. Maybe it was a train. <laughs> I mean, that'll make it better, but like three separate times? That's crazy. That is really nasty. And to say it out loud, no shame. In front of everybody. <sighs> and you got a child? Man, listen. Oh, Lord. Anyway. All right, we're going to go into our icebreaker topics real fast. Uh, so, Adrian wants to know, in your next life, 
Would you like your dad to be your dad again? For me, yes. <laughs> that's a tough one. Mm, that's a tough one. Yeah, because I, I don't like I don't regret anything. So even if it was the same way, I think I would still say, yeah, because I like everything about me that I got from my dad, even though he may not have been there. I still I don't think I would change it. Hmm. <laughs> nah. <laughs> mm -mm, you let him make it. It was some huh. awesome DNA. I'll take it. That's it. The mm -hmm. DNA. Yep. Huh. I mean, and then his. I mean, and the it, we we uh, reconciled everything. So I mean, I was good. I don't. I don't know. I think I I'm good with it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm good. And I guess that's all. When you that's all you know. I mean, I don't know what else I would expect because that's all I knew. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. That's a good way of looking at it. I, I think appreciate I that all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool. It all turned out how it was supposed to. But you would you so you would uh in your next life you you would be like all right pops come on again. Yep, I'd be the same way. Raise me like you raised me. <laughs> Look <at> my door. <laughs> now I don't blame her. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, like I'm sorry. My daughter, like, hell no, nah, she don't want the same dad. Oh. No, why not? I had to apologize to my daughter this week, my youngest daughter. They have the same dad, but by the time I had her, I had already left the relationship. And she she asked me, um, is he really my dad? And I was like, yeah, like why she was like, but would you tell me? I was like, yeah, I would tell you. why do you think that is not? She was like, I just don't think he is. And I was like, well, I'm sorry. But he is. Dang. That's yeah. crazy. Wow. I no, I mean it's not. I had that same thought process too. I I was like, it can't be we ain't got the same dad. Ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no yeah. way. My daddy gotta be different. This can't be my daddy. <laughs> Somebody out y'all lying to me. I'm adopted. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> So I feel so. Well, she asked me for her, like, she she doesn't really, she's a, a person of very few words. So for her to ask me that, like, she she was probably sitting with that for a long time. Uh -huh. And I hate that for her, but yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> did a dirt. I did. All right, y'all. What, what, if you could plan any day, what would be your dream date? <laughs> Come on, folks, in the comments. What's your dream date? If you could do anything that you wanted. <laughs> I like doing like competitive things. 
So like it could be bowling or pool or something like that. Like I like to do things where we can go and be active or do something fun. And this dude here, that goddamn Daniel. <laughs> I want to go out and, and do active things. Mm. Written that, I ain't gonna say it's a dream date, but I guess I just wanna, I wanna do it though. I wanna, uh, I wanna, I want some of them Usher tickets and go to the Usher concert. That, yeah. <laughs> you, know, uh, yeah. you know, we can go and sing all Usher songs because we know them all. You feel me? Yes. <laughs> you know them, every single one of them. Um, yeah. But I looked at them tickets though. Mm-hmm. Unless yep. you want to be all the way at the top, mm-hmm. you finna spend at least 15. Yep. Uh, okay. So l- let me add this part in because I think I'm gonna try it for Usher tickets. So <laughs> I didn't I didn't go, I didn't go with to New Orleans with a ticket for Beyonce. I went to the box office. One friend got to the box office before me. She got a seat for 179. And the tickets on the floor that I got for somebody else because they were willing to spend it, those tickets were four hundred dollars and they were right by the stage. But like mm-hmm. on Ticketmaster, those same tickets were like fifteen hundred dollars. So I think that if you get to the box office, like if they're not sold out early enough, like you can try it. I'm but I'm willing, try it. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to try it. <laughs> So basically, you're saying because of the resale ticket price, they be they that's what's really killing you. But if you yeah. actually get them at the, the box office, if it ain't sold out, you'll be able to get it for a lot cheaper. Hmm. Yeah, they paid for it was with taxes like 418, and they were on the floor like section F, like they were right behind Club Renaissance. Wow, that's <laughs> crazy. But again, that's taking a chance. Yeah, that's too much of a chance for me to be all the way in Vegas with no tickets. Sorry. But see, I guess that was like, I made the whole thing out of an adventure. So I guess like that was just, I enjoyed it. But I think a perfect date for me, um, a dream date, first of all, with the dream person. If if it's the right person, like I could do anything. Like I like to people watch. I like to go for rides, like just long rides, just simple stuff. Like yeah, that. right. Because it's when because when you say dream date, it's kind of hard because Drina did make a great point. Like you can do your dream task, but if it ain't with the right person, it well, ain't I'm not with a person I don't like. No way. Yeah. No, I, that's not what I mean. I, I'm just saying like. You know when you're in that dating phase and and it's a it's a great date or a great thought you know but you like if this would have been somebody else this would have been awesome i guess yeah. i ain't never been in that phase because i'm not even talking to you <laughs> unless i like you like literally not even entertaining a person that i don't like and, and maybe i guess diddy we grow we grow we've dated some ooger boogers meaning you know, people that didn't have the proper attitude when we was younger. This is what you say. You learn. So I, I definitely dated some stank attitudes that if I would have done like the Usher concert, I probably would have been pissed off. Um, 
You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. We was together, but yeah, whatever. Keep it going. Oh, don't tell on yourself now. All right, y'all. We're gonna move on to our main topics. And Adrian, I'm assuming you're gonna introduce our special guest for the night. So I don't have a buyer, a buyer. Um, <laughs> he spelled out Uga Booga. <laughs> hey, appreciate it because I did not know how to spell Uga Booga. Um, I guess I can try because I it's and I and I I blame it on myself because I don't even remember if I asked him for a bio. I don't think I did, so that's on me. I'm sorry. But uh, my man's he coming from the N.O. You feel me? I don't know this cat for who for many many years because he about to retire too, so it's over with. Uh, <laughs> Air Force veteran. Uh, no, he's still in. You ain't retired yet, so still in the Air Force, getting ready to retire. That's what it is. Hey, my boy Nate, what's happening? What up, Nate? What up, Nate? Welcome. Wow, what's up, hey, wow, what's happening, baby? Yeah, I'm still trying to get used to this technology, bro. I don't know. Hold up, you out? Cause uh, that that chin hair, you, you, you got a whole beard. Hey, hold up, hold up. First of all, let me correct you. I'm already retired. Okay, I thought I knew it was. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't, you know, know if you was you was out, yes. out. But I'm looking at you now with the beard. I'm like, hold up, you can't. You gotta be yes. out. Hey, come on, now. I'm done. But uh, yeah, man. I apologize. I apologize for being late, you heard me? I was running around being daddy, man. I've been running around. Oh, you good. And then, uh, like I say, man, I appreciate y'all inviting me to y'all platform, y'all podcast. Love what y'all doing, you heard me? So, appreciate it. Look, when Adrian said Nate come, I said, what? Oh, hey, shit. I ain't never been on no podcast. I ain't, I ain't never been on no podcast. I ain't good in front of the camera, so I'm just freestyling, you heard me? It's kind of last minute for me, but. We all freestyle. We gonna make it happen. Just be yourself. So, uh, what about them saints, though? <laughs> see, bro, you ain't got to start off with that, bro. You ain't got to start off with that. <laughs> Hey, look, Lord of Saints got my blood pressure high, my gout acting up, bro. I don't know what to say. I, I didn't think they, I thought that was on the way up, and then this game, you like, what is hey, going on? And you know, you know, we got our fantasy league going on. Boy, I dropped his ass off my fantasy, bro. <laughs> hey, Derek Carr, Derek Carr, then threw two touchdowns in four damn games, bro. That's Come it. On, and then Jameis Winston ass, he Aww. thinking about crab legs and shit, so he ain't gonna throw nothing. <laughs> oh, oh my god, hey, man, good. I don't want to talk about the Saints. We ain't got to start like that. Bro. <laughs> you are crazy, yo. That is funny. We ain't got to oh start with god. that. Don't do his Saints like that. I'm sorry, my Eagles four enough. Fly Eagles fly. My bad. You see how she threw that in there? <laughs> what your team look like? Four enough. I, I know, I know them. Uh, I know them. Philly, Philly, cutting up. You heard me? Them boys cutting up. I ain't gonna lie. Yes. Be a problem. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. All right, y'all. We're gonna go into our first topic. Hey, y'all talk, talk about the Britney girl already? You want to talk about her again? Yeah, we talked about that. Net, oh. I mean, that girl. Oh, I ain't know y'all talk about it yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, her lying ass talking about she don't stay with thirty-five minutes, bitch. Hey. Double it. So Double I didn't even know, I didn't even know who she was. So I had to do uh, I had to look her up real quick. And man, I seen that clip where she said she was with uh she said she was with thirty five men, right? Mm-hmm. So shit, my reaction was probably just like everybody else was like, damn. When you see a female and that number just pop up, it kind of threw you off a little bit. So but shit, my reaction was the same. I was like, damn, that girl, that girl slinging that birth canal everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because lying. she's 35 and she slept with three dudes in one day. Yeah, but but let's stick with the 35. But with the 35, I took a little step back. I was like, well, hold up. How old is this girl? And then I guess, like you see, she in her mid-30s or something like that? 31. 31. Oh, 31? Yeah. I thought 31. she was like 35 or something. 31. But then I started thinking, I said, well, maybe, you know, you don't know her background or whatever. And, you know, kids these days, they starting early, early, like 13, 14 years old, you heard me? So mm -hmm. let's just say, for instance, we don't know. Let's just say she started at 13, 14 years old. She was probably going through them, through her whole teenage years, you heard me? <laughs> and then... She's in her mid-30s now. So 35, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, 35, maybe not a crazy-ass number, you know? And now, and she in the industry, so you know how that go. So maybe 35 ain't too crazy, you know what I'm saying? So I, I try to give her a little bell, but in my opinion, I think that number higher than 35, bro. Just yeah, listen yeah. to how she talk. Just listen to how she talk. That number higher than 35. Yeah. If you slept with three dudes in the same day, I need definitely that slept with more than yeah. She said it on the podcast. She said yeah. she slept with three men on the same day and only got a yeast infection. Oh, she cutting up. <laughs> oh, she cutting up. Oh no, that's different. <laughs> you know, I know dudes. I know dudes. Some of my partners, no names, of course. They're savages, and I don't think I'm trying to think. I don't think I don't know no dude that went through that had three females in a 24 hour period. That's crazy. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's that's wild. And all she got is a yeast infection. That oh, was she did. I hope she bathed in between. Probably not bathed. And you talking about you? So she literally just confessed that she slept with them unprotected because you talking about all I got. Was oh yeast. man, no. oh, uh, did he? Hey, but See, I wasn't even thinking all that. Oh. Boy, that that thing smelled like two skunks in a barrel of garlic. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah, she out of line. She out of line for that one. Yeah, she's I, I, nasty. I, I rock with her with the 35 number just based on, you know, whatever, but three in a 24-hour period, that's crazy. Nah. I still ain't rocking with her with the 35. Nope. That's too many people. That's nasty. Anyway, we're going to move on to our main topics because uh, Brittany and her birth canal is just not working for me. Right <laughs> <laughs> you slanging it, huh? All right, so we're going to start with, um, I got a video. And this chick, she was a hot topic before. And she, because she said she wasn't dating no bus drivers. Now <laughs> she sounds like she's backpedaling because that, that damn biological clock is about to turn off. That bitch about to stop. So I'm going to play her video and I'll let y'all decide what y'all feel about what she said. We'll talk about it. reality that needs to be said out loud is that as black men age, their desirability increases. Thus, their optionality of women is always expanding. And the exact opposite is true for black women. Mm -hmm. As we age, doesn't matter how much money we accumulate, our degrees or professional accolades, the reality is that our marriage and partnership market value is depreciating with every passing year. No matter how good we look, no matter how fit we are, men are still seeing primarily our presumed dwindling fertility as a knock against us. And speaking of fertility, that is another reason that I want younger black women to seek marriage and partnership in college or right after 
if that's what they choose. Because the number of college-educated black men is so low when compared to black college-educated women that we're all going to be targeting the same small pool of men. And as we heard today, on most campuses, there's like seven black women students for every one black man student. Y'all do the math. So here's my advice. If you are a young black woman in college and you know in your heart and in your head that you want to prioritize family, I suggest that you simultaneously pursue that MRS degree right along with that BA or JD. Because the handful of black college-age men that actually do desire to get married soon, and they do share that value system, and family is a priority for them, too, y'all, that is an incredibly small pool, and it's shrinking as you get older. And by the time you reach my age, 40, you will be faced with different choices relating to life partnership and motherhood. Now, I'm not saying that delaying marriage or motherhood is a bad option, but it's one that comes with its own consequences. And our women deserve to know on the front end of their decision-making instead of on the back half. That's a lot. Mm. I don't even know where to begin with all that. Mm. Y'all want me to read a comment that somebody left under that post? Because I thought it was a very valid point, And it was left by a man, which was kind of shocking. He said that um, let's talk about the consequence of, of marrying young. Most of the time it's forced. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do in your head or someone made you feel like marriage and kids was the only step after college. But you haven't fully developed as a person and don't know what you truly want. And when you figure it out, you're crucified for it. You don't have the financial stability or literacy you like or need. And most of the time, finances fall hard on one partner, adding tons of stress and resentment. People grow, and that's not always okay when you get married, You're, when you get married young, because they say you change as if that's a bad thing, when it's not. And you shouldn't have to feel that way. You don't know any better, so you literally take bullshit from your partner because you're young and you think you have to do it when you don't. So you stay in a bad marriage that is mentally and emotionally damaging, but you think it's normal. All in, all in saying, I do. Life goes on, teach you lessons either way, so do what you should do what you want. I um with Ebony K specifically, because right now she's going through a, a journey which I think is very rare. She is um taking the option to do fertility treatments and IVF to have a baby by herself because she put her career before whatever. She uh, was, I think, engaged to some rich white guy before, and I don't know what happened, but it didn't work. And now she's faced with possibly not being able to have children, so she's trying to go through this IVF journey by herself. Um, so I guess now she's warning young women to avoid what she's going through right now. One part that I that I that stuck out to me was the part that she felt like people need to get married earlier versus later in life. Mm -hmm. And for me, I don't know what situation where I would even agree with that. It don't matter monetary or what you're in. I don't see no situation where I would agree. Um, I don't know. Maybe she thinking, you know, you get married early in life. And when I think young marriage, I'm thinking 
like early 20s, yeah, late teens, early 20s. Maybe y'all don't have kids together. Y'all don't have no careers. Y'all ain't got shit. So y'all can do the experiment and the ups and downs. If it don't work, y'all get a divorce. No harm, no foul. Y'all get a divorce. Y'all ain't got kids. Y'all ain't got nothing to split up. It ain't no money. So it's just, okay, lesson learned. I would think you would want to get those experiences early in life versus getting married, seeing your 50s, and it's your first marriage. And now you're going through hell when in reality, that's supposed to be the best part of your life. You should have went through all that shit. I mean, verse, I mean, yeah, granted, you ain't got to be married to go through all those situations, but everybody know a relationship and once you get married, that's two different things. So I'm thinking maybe that's where she's coming from, but other than that, I don't know about that. I do know that when it comes to like young white women compared to young black women, they've always been taught like go to when you go to college, like you need to find who you're gonna be with, like you need to find your husband. Um, as opposed to I think black women, like go make sure you get your degree so you can get a career. I think that she knows now, like that she put all that on the back burner. So maybe she's trying to warn people, but I don't know who. Even if black young black girls decided to do that, who they gonna marry? Because young black boys in college are not trying to get married. They're yeah. trying to live it up. That's our college year. That's what <laughs> I'm like, saying. Trying to figure out what they want to do, like who they need to become. So I just don't know. I will. I feel like the person I was when I was 20, 22, I don't even know who that person was anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know who that is. Like the decision. Some of the decisions I made, I try to block them out because I'm like, it ain't no way that I did that. So I couldn't imagine me being married and like trying to have a healthy relationship at that age. I was married at 19. Really? Bad fucking idea. Yeah. It's a bad idea. It's just an all around bad idea. <laughs> I was 19. My husband was 20. It was horrible. I can't even picture that. I at 19, I don't even I don't even remember. I'm trying not to cuss. I cause I just get to talking, but I can't even remember what I was doing at 19. I can't even imagine. I don't even think, yeah, nah, that wouldn't have worked at all. Hell, it wouldn't even work at 25, 28. Nope. <laughs> Hell, bad. into my 30s, if I'm being real. Shit. Yeah. Nah. I I don't think it's a, and having a child that's 26 now. Yeah. Telling her to get married at, while she was in college? That's no. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I was almost I was almost married at that age, Didi. I was he had proposed and everything. And then I was like, no, this ain't this ain't for me. So I'm happy that I didn't do it. But yeah, mm -hmm. I, I agree with you, Didi. Like when my daughter being the age she is, I couldn't imagine telling my child. So. I ain't know how to be nobody's wife at 19. He's talking about he's hungry. I'm like, so am I. Yeah. <laughs> that's what i'm saying i don't know no situation where i, I would agree with that getting married that early i don't care what it is i just can't see it because yeah, i knew how i was at 19 oh lord out, nah. out of control and like i said i got three i got three daughters so i can't imagine my daughter's I can't even picture them getting married. Hell, my daughter took 20. I can't even imagine her getting have a boy. She still can't have a boyfriend. Is she 20? Uh. 
from what I knew, my daughter still ain't don't have a boyfriend or haven't had a boyfriend at twenty. Ain't nobody been in my house. Nah. Oh, I, I, mm -mm. Oh. And you talking about marriage? Hell nah. Adrian, what you think? You got a a girl coming? Man, y'all already know how I feel. I done talked about this multiple times. I think she absolutely right. She didn't say get married in college. She said, if you're looking for someone, I think that for a woman, that's their best pool as far as collectively. She said an MRS degree, Mrs. Degree. She said, pursue your MRS degree. Yeah. So I'm, I'm with Drina, like, and, and I guess maybe being from the South, I don't know how it is in other places, but in the South, our other counterparts, that is what they go to college and do. They find a man, a good man to settle down with. You know, they get their degree and everything as well, too. But they know that's their biggest pool. And you see our counterparts that don't get married in college, they tend to struggle outside of, well, not in college, but finding a guy that they've been dating since college, they tend to struggle, too. It is your biggest pool. You know what I'm saying? Because now once you get out, you're going to struggle because that guy that you work with, you know what I'm saying? And it is different in the military. But when you in corporate America, like being a black man, Didi, you know it. Like it's not that many. So if you're going to date somebody that you work with or around, you know, in proximity, like it's only going to be a couple. And usually you probably going to feel like you're a cornball. I'm just saying that's typically how it goes. Our okay. counterparts typically meet guys in their early 20s in college because that's going to be your biggest dating pool. Because it's a and larger yeah. pool of our counterparts in college. Right. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> it's easier for them to say, Like you said, I have a daughter coming. Would I tell my daughter this? No, I, Debbie would. I have Debbie, like, because I don't really like to talk about it because I feel like telling women when they should find a man is opposite because we find y'all. So that's kind of why I'd be like, eh. but at the same time, what she's saying to me, like, it makes a whole lot of sense because it's like, yeah, that's gonna be your biggest dating pool. Because yeah, but you her doing, telling women hmm? to 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 do a thing that's not even attainable for them is weird to me, because women don't control that. Women, I guess what I mean is that. like we don't have the ability to go to college and be like, "Yep, that's my husband. I'm gonna marry him." No, I mean, my whole thing is is what that. we're talking about now. This is what I would tell my daughter. I'd be like, "Yo, this is probably gonna be." your best dating pool and it doesn't mean that you need to settle down in college that's not what i'm saying but understand it's just going to get a smaller and smaller as you as you move up in this world your possibilities are just going to continue to shrink but i don't think that women mm. i think women always tell their daughters that i don't i don't think there's ever a time where women go into a situation where they're not looking for a serious relationship it's the men who are not so women going to college, I'm quite sure they're looking. Oh, you know what? Oh, that, that could be my husband. We just talked about that. Oh, he bought me a soda. Oh, shit. We probably going to get mad. Men and right. the ones looking for that. So I don't think the conversation needs to be women. Y'all need to look at y'all dwindling fertility as something. Y'all taught y'all clock ticking. Men have to be the ones that are looking to settle down. But they're not in our culture, unlike our counterparts culture. We're not mm -hmm. teaching our men to do these things. I know a lot of guys that's with the girls that they met in college and they married now with families. Um, what I, but this generation, right you, now, you gotta think. Think this, so this is that. another, so this is another thing, right? We have to think about, and, and this, this is, this is real guys with degrees. 
I wish I had a statistic on that. But guys with degrees typically get married at a higher rate than men without it. Because, yeah, but it's not a lot of guys with degrees, black men, anyway. That's the point. This is why, as far as the guys that's like black men aren't there to do this. The, the black women are in your, if they women are trying to, are, if they're trying to be with a guy, quote unquote, on their level, that's why that's their best options or best place to find someone. And not Man. to say that you can't, but I'm just saying that's typically your best bet. Of finding someone on your quote unquote level. I don't think I can agree with that, bro. Having daughters, I don't think I can bring myself. And maybe I'm just overprotective like that. And I know I am. And trust me, my wife and trust me, everybody tell me, my family. But I don't think I'm going to be able to tell my daughter that this is her best chance and opportunity while in college. I mean, I would probably tell her, look, find <clears throat> the similarities of the people you around in that environment see what you like and in today's world is social media you can stay in contact with all these people over the years and, and y'all can grow so it ain't like when we was coming up it wasn't a lot of social media so it's not like damn you got to jump on this dude because you might not even see him again because there's no social media or whatever y'all can stay in contact but i wouldn't tell her to engage on that level while in college focus on your you know your career whatever you're doing your degree Stay in contact with these people. You ain't got a ticket to that level on, on that serious level like that. And, you know, and just figure out what you like in general with these career fields and with these men and how they move and their careers. And then, you know, get into your own career and then pass and meet later on. But I don't think I'll be able to just tell it like, is now or never. You probably need to pick from this pool right now. <laughs> but that's nah. not what I'm saying. My my okay. whole thing, or what I'm saying, is be open. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? There's there's a lot of women that can go back and say, "Dang, like that was a good guy." Mm -hmm. I kind of pushed him to the side, right? Yeah. Like, but now you know, hindsight, you looking back, like I should have gave him an opportunity, or I should have, you know, dated him because. He was a great guy. He was really pursuing me. He was really trying to be with me. And I pushed him to the side. I'm not saying, no, settle down in college, marry the dude. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying be open in college yeah. to the possibility of meeting someone. Because I a lot of times we're like, I'm just doing this. You have the wherewithal to, to come to that conclusion. You, We can tell young people this all the time. Anecdotally, you should do this. But in reality, they don't process information like that at that age. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking at this guy as this prospect and for my future yeah. because an adult told me that this is what I should be looking for. It's not real. It's not realistic. It sounds really good on talking heads on podcasts, but in real life, the shit doesn't happen that way. I don't know. I know. I, I hear you, but I know a lot of people that it, that it happened for. So I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. I'm saying, but, that's, but, but at the same time, black people, and black, I right, I'm saying like, but people white people know, are groomed that way. They see it. That's what, yes, they, that's what I'm saying. People, they don't have people often. in our community that is groomed that way to think that way. Of Adrian, we're acting like every now. like like it's it's a, a large percentage of black people that go to college and get married. It's not. Yeah, it's not. I it's think not. the the state it was just a statement that like I, said, I, I think you know, and and, and Drina, I think you could kind of jump in. Is like we come from a place where you get married, like you get married. And I mean, it's, it's, it's people that's not, of course, but when you look around, most of the people that you hung around with, 
they they got they at least got married. They may be divorced, but typically they've gotten married. Um, because that's where we come from. We're from Mississippi. Like that's what you do. You you find someone, you settle down, you have a family. But you're talking about Mississippi. So, we're talking about all black people. We're not just talking about Mississippi. I'm, I'm yeah. not. I'm just I'm but, just using the sample size. And, and yeah. I'm, but that's a real big thing in the South period. Yeah. So to speak to what Adrian's saying, I do feel like the majority of the people I know that are are married met the people that they're married to when they were, were younger, either in high school or they did go to college. My only concern would be with telling my wanting my children to meet somebody at that age. I know a lot of those people's marriages that are not they aren't doing well, or like the people aren't happy. They may be doing well like on paper, but I know that the people aren't happy. And so I guess for me, like does it it will boil down to does it is it more important for us to be together as a unit and unhappy, but we're raising kids but we're unhappy in our household or is it better to wait and meet somebody that like is your person? That's what, that's what I think about when I hear like here meeting somebody at a younger age. Cause I feel like at a younger age, you don't know who you are. And that's why Daniel oh, yeah. said it. He said he got married out of college and he was divorced two years later. Like most people, it doesn't work. Yeah. It's a bigger pool. But that doesn't mean the yeah. more is the more quality. It's just more people. I got to work. I got to agree with Didi. Like I say, I mean, me personally, because maybe because I don't know a lot of people that met in college and and together. Well, I don't know many people that went to college, but <laughs> outside of that, I guess it was just that statement that telling my daughter that this is your best chance in this period. I guess that's where I kind of get lost. I'm like, nah, this ain't your best chance. I mean, this a good chance to get a, a sample size of what you might be looking for in the future. And mm -hmm. these dudes, they got a good foundation. They going to college just like you, they getting degrees. So it's a good foundation, a, start, a starting point of what you want in life out of a man. I'll tell her that, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not looking at, I'm not looking at the sample size of everybody in this college together. I, I, I just don't look at it like that. When I, when I, I, think, I think college is a good, like, melting pot of a lot of people from different places just like the military yeah, yeah. a lot of people from different yeah. places where you can figure out what kind of people you like yeah but yeah. just because it's spread out now after college everybody go on to their separate ways right move on go like i say social media i mean it's a small world it make the world smaller the <clears throat> the people that i do know that are married met their majority of them met their spouse at school like really? wherever they went, wherever they went to, like they whether they reconnected after college, after they got out into the adult world and reconnected after that, or like they hung with the same group of friends, but they all met like at school. The I know what thought of The majority, of the ones, of the ones, most of the ones but, I know, from military. But I think like maybe what age? The reason Adrian maybe. keeps saying Mississippi is like because Gulfport is such a small town, like it's such a small area, and I think a lot of towns here in Mississippi are like that because what you're coming from new orleans new orleans is a big city but like everybody there know everybody basically i that's yeah. what i think like you, everybody knows somebody i know somebody Didi, i know you're from pennsylvania um bristol pennsylvania i don't know how big that city is but bristol I, I was there when i think about a, a city i think like oh like a metropolitan type area so i'm not sure but mm -hmm. like down here literally 
if it's if if there's a new man on the coast, like everybody, if he's single, everybody knows who he is because that's how limited there are like new men down here. Like mm -hmm. if I went outside to talk to somebody, like it's a chance that I know at least three other people that have talked to this same person. So mm. I think that whenever girls here went off to school, like they, if they were trying to meet somebody new, that was their time to meet them because they then met all the people here that's mm. available. So they did take that opportunity and they married somebody from college, whether it was right after college or later on in life. But yeah, yes, and I'm, I'm from somewhere where it's a big city, so right, you and it's more, more places like Mississippi than they are like New mm. Orleans and they are like the Philadelphia area. Like it's more places that are small because yeah. you gotta think when you look when you think about big cities, right? You you think about Philly area, you think about NYC, you think about Atlanta, Miami. Like every place isn't like that. Most places okay. are small. So in these small areas, this is how you meet the people. It's typically in colleges, which is why it's kind of pushed. And truth be told, when it's a plethora of people, when you're in a big city. That's trash, but that's for another topic. We can talk. Okay, about I just don't okay. know a lot of people that went to college. That's my, my yeah. thing. Like I, I didn't grow up in a place where every, where people went to college. Nope. Yeah. Nope. But we are adding that to it. Okay, I can understand that part of it now that y'all put that boy in perspective. So, yes, from that standpoint, I can understand it then. But like I see, everybody's situation different. Like I say, like Didi, I, I don't know too many. I, hell, I barely know people that went to college for me to even. I don't know nobody that met in college and no. okay. they got married and I just don't know it. So yeah. We're gonna move on to our next topic. Uh all right, y'all. So y'all know we 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 talk a lot now that the manosphere has been opened by Kevin Samuels and the men have a place to vent and say they peace and tell women how they really feel. <laughs> I know there has been um, a lot of people who say that women need to choose better partners. So is that the case? Or are black men not living up to the expectations of manhood? Choose better partners. Oh. <laughs> are women choose are black women choosing wrong? Black or are black men not living up to the expectations of manhood? Um the, the, <laughs> that's so I, I was thinking about this when you wanted to talk about it. That is, it is such a hard topic, but you know me, I'm always going to take the stand that uh, the expectations of, of men and, and manhood. I, Cause I, I mean, honestly, I feel like it's a bit of both, but um, I feel like men have to step up. Somebody, somebody got to set the standard. And I feel like in every other culture, men typically set that standard. So we need to step up and we need to set that standard. Maybe we'll maybe women will, you know, follow us in the yeah. majority instead of in pockets. Yeah, that's my thoughts. For me, I would understand. Yeah, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even uh begin to even try to uh speak on the woman side of your army. I'd rather just, you know, hold the men, put our feet to the fire, control what we can control, and it's up to the women to do their part. Like, yep. But yeah, man. From what I've seen out here in these streets and, you know, partners and my little young home is under me. Yeah, as men, bro, we got to do better, bro. I mean, based off the younger generation, a lot of people in my generation, we pretty much been through it all and we started to get it together. Now, I still got some homeboys out there wilding, but for the most part, man, I got 
younger cousins and stuff hit me up and how they moving out here in these streets. So I was like, it's almost like they following the women lead, lead now. Oh. Like men been a certain way for so long, now the reverse is switched. Now the women moving a certain way. So now the dude, the little young boys, they don't even know how to move no more. So it's like, damn, so it's trying to get them to like, you got to get back to, and maybe it's our fault, our generation fault. I don't know. That's a, we got to figure it out as men. But the way them young boys moving out here, they don't know how to deal with these new age women. Mm. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Mm. So, because it's, ooh, it's, men don't even approach women really no more. Like, they wait for the women to approach them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm having a conversation with some young men. And it's like, like, oh, man, she, she, oh, she kind of look good. Don't oh, say something to her. Nah, man, I, I ain't doing that. What you mean? You said she attractive. You, you, you looking at her. She made eye contact with you. Nah, man, I can't, I can't look soft out here. I can't do that. Like, I can't look thirsty. Man. And I'm like, when did men start feeling like if they went up to a female, they were being thirsty? Like, when did this change happen? Cause that's uh, never been like a thought process for me. If I saw somebody and I'm like, yo, like, I want to see what's up. I'm gonna go yeah. over there. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not gonna talk myself out of it. And you know, you talk to young dudes, and it's like, nah, I'm gonna see if she come to me. I wish a woman would come to me. No, <laughs> I never had that mentality of wanting a female to approach me. Like, I want to to approach you. Like, I'm not going to sit back and wait till you come to me. Like, what? where did this thinking come from? Like, when did we change like this? I talked to some young boys, bro. I can't remember the last one that told me, yeah, I shot at this female. It's usually the female, yeah. The female walked up there and uh, asked me for my number. She got my number. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, 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 hold up. So, yeah, it's different, man. I, I don't understand it. I, I ain't going to even try to understand it. Cause like I see, I got my son. He late teens, and it's the same thing with him, man. Females, they is almost like they, like mm-hmm. I say, the the roles are reversed. They the aggressor now. Yep. And I don't understand it. <clears throat> it don't look like it's gonna change no time soon. I don't even know how it's gonna change at this point. Like mm-hmm. how that's gonna change? What's gonna flip the switch back to how we think it's supposed to be? I don't know. I don't have an answer for it. And it's not, it, it's not even the younger generation. Forget the younger, the younger generation. It's people in our generation that you would think of no better. Like we we late seventies, eighties babies. It's mm-hmm. dudes our age that's that fell in, fell victim to this. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. If I was, God forbid, if I was to get divorced and I had to go back to dating, I, I honestly can't tell you. I would be a, I stand out. I'd be an anomaly, bro. They'd be like. I don't even know how I would date. I don't even know how dating work right in these days. Trash. I'd be so awkward out in the club or just trying to shoot at a female because the last thing I know was, you know, 15 years ago of how I was moving around and how I interact with a female. If I interact with a female right now, they'd be like, what's going on? I don't know what this is. So, man, I don't know, bro. I don't have no answer. I don't either. I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, if I had to be back out here in these streets, it'd be ugly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be out here in these streets. I just, yeah, I'm nah. good. I, nah, I'm good. Nope. 
I think but, it's a um I think it's a combination of both. Um I think as far as women, like I said earlier, I think women will hold on to a man as long as she can, like trying to they'll wait for that potential to come out, whatever they saw in him. And not all women, a lot of women will do that. Like they'll hold on to a man. I mean, you see it all the time. Like you see love at the lockup, women falling in love with men in jail, like <laughs> like they just want something to hold on to like okay he might be the one to do the right thing because they know it's the pickings out here like it's crazy so uh yeah i think uh once women change the mindset and like stop rewarding like half-ass behavior and then if you have men that are like stepping up or like flipping back to how it was that'll be the only way to make a change tom said we men do need to do better but it's hard to meet a standard of manhood that is determined by people, men or women that have never been in the presence of a real man. It's hard to score in gold that a um, goal that moves. Well, well. <sighs> Bottom line, I think as men, like I said, we just got to take accountability, bro. We, yeah. we at some point we did, we dropped the ball for so long it got to the point where women were like, you know what? Forget it. This how we gonna move. We tired of this. We tired of that. This how we gonna move. And you know, again, go back to social media and the music industry and all that and what they pushing in our face. It flipped like a like you mm. said. You don't know when it happened. I don't know when it happened either. It was just like one day. It was just the whole thing. And now they running. They they yeah. in control. They men talking about masculinity and all this stuff and and women not being submissive we can only blame ourselves i mean who who else to blame we can only blame ourselves yeah because i'll take a, a page out i think we we talked about it before on the podcast when dr umar just was calling the men out about not like there shouldn't be an option of a ray ray and pookie like they shouldn't have even exist so if you if you have young men in, in the neighborhood <laughs> who don't have fathers that's what the neighborhood men are for they supposed to step up and raise those boys so that we don't create Ray Rays and Pookies. So mm. women don't even have those to choose from. Mm. So, um, if we're choosing wrong, why are there so many bad options? Women shouldn't be choosing in the first place. Well, I'm not, I don't mean particularly choosing. I mean, the guys that we're dating turn out to be bad options. Why are there bad options out there? Cause they was raised by their mamas. Right. That goes back to why aren't the neighborhood men going back to the community of building other boys that don't have dads? Why aren't they stepping in to help fill I'm, that gap? I'm hoping because that we, I feel like there's more. Because birds of the fellow flock together. So nine times out of 10, what typically is, is happening for the most part, like, okay, for instance, like what you're saying, where I'm at, it's mostly families. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not, you don't really see like the single parents like that. You know what I'm saying? You know like, where they are. You can go to where they are. Yeah, but it, I mean, you kind of, you kind of in your community where you are. So you, you look out for your community, you, you help out your community um, because that's where your kids at. So I think that pop out because I go to my to other communities all the time to help. Well, I, I mean, but, but I mean, I'm talking about from from the standpoint of like 
consistently. So can I do it, you know, twice a month or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But can I do it because I have kids that's playing sports, you know, that's involved in the community? Can So I have to be involved where I am more than in another well, community. I'm not saying every day. I'm just saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, somewhere. you got to be there a lot more than just once a month. To really That's why you build a community of people, not just you. It, it has to be a team. It's not like you just go do it. You have a team of people that goes and do it, does it. So we've been talking about the, uh, you know, the the male part of it, accountability. What about the female part of it? We always talk about that on here, and I hold women to a high standard. Okay. In my opinion, I hold them accountable for a lot of things that I think that they allow when it comes to their bad choices. Yeah, and they well, we need a we need an update. Yeah, hold on, said women are expected to lower their standards, and men are too comfortable with not wanting to achieve more. Shit, god damn. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think I think women, because they're I mean, women do like Drina said. When sometimes they hold on to men too long, but I think women ignore a lot of red flags, mm -hmm. and they go after people that they know aren't good for them. They stay into in that shit for too long. Um, women make really horrible decisions based off of traumas that they aren't willing to deal with. They don't hold themselves accountable for allowing shit to happen to them that nobody's at fault for but themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and they don't they don't take the time to actually learn what's wrong with them and why they keep attracting the same type of people. Yeah, because I, I know they like to put them there. They're like, man. It's hard out of the dating pool and, you know, the men ain't this and that. But, I, I mean, for me, I think that's just a cop-out. You heard me? I mean... Women ain't this and that either. They in the same dating pool? Shit. Yeah. But <laughs> but what I see the most is, you know, it ain't no dudes, dudes of this and dudes of that. I'm like, yeah, that's that might be true, but, you know, it's the other side of that coin. And I, I just don't... I just think it's easy to say that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, just, think that's right a, now, I think that's a that's an easy route to just say mm -hmm. it, and it's almost like a cop out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We just gonna say that and move on and keep it pushing to, and now we can move how we move because we just gonna say it ain't no men like that. Now nah, it give us the right to move how we move. And a lot of women don't understand that they don't qualify for the type of man that they want. Yep. They and they think that they're settling and they're not. They're, that's your level. That's literally what you qualify for. But nobody's really going to call them on their shit. They got an echo chamber that they're talking to other women who ain't got nobody. And yeah. they got single women keeping single women single. Yeah, I just noticed, yeah, I seen some circumstances, some situations where they'll say that, you know what I'm saying? So by them saying that, they don't have to work on nothing. They don't have to do nothing. If they just use that excuse, that cop out, nah, yeah. I don't have to do nothing. This is yeah. the end Now I'm going to move how I move. Yeah. It, it prevent them from having to do the work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's really, really hard to get a woman to uh, to admit that they need to work on something. Yeah. And they need to change something. Like it's it's almost like trying to tell them they food nasty. Like yeah, no, this is nasty. Can you yeah, just love? Like so. Yeah, it's it's really hard because they don't. If you ask a woman about a past relationship, nine times out of ten, they ain't do nothing wrong. It was all him. He it was him. All, all current relationship. Yeah. They I'm they. Right. I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, being single and I have single female friends and male friends. If you're in a relationship with somebody and y'all can work on it, 
don't get out here in these streets because it is nothing nice out here. It's funny that you said that because I got a homeboy. It's funny that you said that. I got a homeboy. He's single. He in these streets. And he was talking to one of my other homeboys that's married. And my other homeboy that's married, you know him as, his marriage ain't perfect. They going through some stuff. They, I mean, ain't no violence. It ain't nothing crazy, but they just don't get along. But it's something you can work through if you want to, right? He told me he'd rather be in a marriage like that than to be out in the streets. Because I guess my homeboy hit him up like, man, I'm thinking about divorcing. He like, nigga, don't get a divorce. Don't do it. Because no. it's way no. worse in these streets right now. I'd rather be in a dysfunctional, as long as it ain't abusive and nothing like that. I'd rather be in a, 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 a strained marriage versus being out in these streets right now. You So when I heard that, it, I was like, that, that's wild. That's wild to even think of that it's so bad out there that he'd rather just be miserable in the house. Like, hey, at least I know this one. This woman I'm with, right. she knew me. I know her. I'm going to stick to what I know, and we're going to deal with it versus yep. getting back in these streets. So that, that, that set off a light bulb in my head. I'm like, oh, no, nah, it's wild out there. Bro, you got to think about it. <clears throat> you got to think about it. Back, like, before social media and everything, you just had to deal with whatever that person's past was. Now you got to deal with whatever their past was, whatever, um, whoever they watching on YouTube, whatever they watching, all them talking points. They got now they got all these other ideas in their head, or like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like they coming with so much extra stuff that we didn't people didn't have to deal with, like in our parents' age. Like they mm -hmm. have a talking point for every conversation. They just making up scenarios. And they want you to have the right answer to it. And they didn't even come up with it. It's somebody on the internet told them, this is how it's supposed to be. So, yeah. It's crazy out here. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's wild. I just never thought it. I never thought it from thought of it from that perspective. Like, that's how wild it, it is out there. Where is they almost selling for the, 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 the least of the worst. I was like, oh, man, this is wild. I, won't, I don't want no part of the streets. <laughs> no. <laughs> None. All it right, sounds like a cesspool out there. <laughs> well, no, I mean, think about all the stuff you know. I like pretty much like you. You got homeboys that be out in the streets. They they still lying and they got to keep up with their lies and all that extra. Thing. Like man, I'm grown. I ain't got time for none of that. Like that's stupid. Like bro, you too old for this, bro. Like stop. Yeah, stop. I did, bro. And they fought us. They out there. That's crazy. I don't yes. understand grown people lying for the life of me. I mean, I like the stories. When they hit me up and we on the phone, it's entertaining. <laughs> I be dying laughing. I be over here drinking my head. I be in here dying laughing. I said, boy, yeah, y'all wild, bro. Mm, that's crazy. Wow. I ain't got, I'm too old for that stuff. I oh, man. Listen. For real. Yeah, it's too, it's too much going on. I don't know. So what are y'all, what are you, I mean, how are you creating healthy relationships? How how, how are we doing this? Because Adrian, I think we had a, a girl on here before who said that she was, she said she was healed and ready to get it. Wait, 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 what? She was, what? wait, run that back? My bad. Go, go ahead, Didi. Healed and ready to date. Um, and she knew that she was ready, you know, for the for the man that she was going to be with to come along. And every other thing, Adrian pointed out every single time that she wasn't healed in her conversation. 
she hated me. It, that that wound that wound wide open. It was bad. I was like, he was like, you're doing it again. <laughs> she couldn't help it. Couldn't she help it, bro. I, because um, because some people. That's another thing we got to look within ourselves and 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 really do the work on who we are, especially when we've gone through things. Because most of us, right, we come from a lot of we come from poverty. We come from a lot of failed relationships. And when I say failed relationships, I'm even talking about family. So I'm not even necessarily talking about us dating. I'm talking about failed relationships of the people that we first love. You know, we still healing from those loves that we had, let alone you trying to date people and do all of those things. Right. So. It's, it's tough, man. Um, we have to make sure that we create safe spaces for us to talk. Um, I was listening to a guy and dang, this would have been great for that, for this, this topic. But I think we, we, we shared this. One of y'all shared it, I think. But when the guy was basically saying that, like, yo, as a man, like, I don't really have a safe space to talk, you know, to other men about what I'm going through, you know, um, and He's like, wow, that's crazy because I do. You know, he was like, I do. But uh, it's crazy that a lot of men out here feel like they can't, you know, open up to other men and and say, I love you and say, this is what I'm going through, man. How can I kind of help myself or how can I, you know, get out of this this funk? It's, it's, it's really hard. So we have to make sure that we create in that safe space, you know, not only with women, but with men, you know, because and stop calling men soft because they have feelings. We all got feelings. Right. We have to realize, like, people got feelings. We all people. We all going through things. We all have feelings. And so just because you have feelings about certain things or you feeling down about things doesn't mean that you soft or you ain't a man. You know, you can't you can't do that. Like, be there for your brother. If you really love your brother, like, be there for him. Pick him up. Like, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to come to your man's like, yo, bro, like, I'm struggling. Like, Mentally, I'm struggling. Mentally, I'm in a funk. Like I can't get out of this. And now, man, shut up. Man, I'm soft. Man, don't talk like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, instead of being that way, like, you know, you my brother. I love you. Like, what's what's going on? Like, let's talk through this. Let's let's figure out what can I do to help you get out your funk. You know what I'm saying? What's going on in life? And not judging because he's showing vulnerability. That's something that we don't really we're not really able to do you know as men and with with our homeboys like that's a hard thing to do extremely hard mm -hmm. yeah hey as a man i agree um and me personally i mean yeah i can admit to that i'm at fault with that i mean i got it's crazy because i got a lot of homeboys that i stayed in in contact with over the years you know being in the military everything 20 years you got a lot of partners that you call friends but it's crazy because if you ask me about one of them, I couldn't tell them nothing personal mm. in their life. You know what I'm saying? And I thought about it because one one time, my, one of my homeboys, he was in town, one of the bases I was at. I, mean, I, I hadn't talked to him for like probably about 10 years. And then, you know, found out he was in town. I didn't come through. And when, when he came through and, you know, we having some drinks, you know, when you start drinking, you start talking and talking and he got in. You know, we were a little tipsy and he started talking about everything he had been going through from the time we were stationed in, say, Korea or whatever until up until now. I'm like, damn, this boy been through a lot. And I was like, damn, if I would have just reached out to him, you know what I'm saying? I could have talked him through some of them things. But 
and we was talking on Facebook on social media, but just like ha ha bullshit this and that. It was never nothing personal or serious mm-hmm. until he got in my presence and we drinking and he tell me he just laying all this heavy shit on me. I'm like, damn, I'm thinking in my mind. So now I'm talking to him how I should have been talking to him when he was going through it. And he made a statement. He said, man, I needed to hear this five years ago. And he said it in a joking way, but it uh, a light bulb went off in my head like, damn, you're right. If I would have been in contact with him and we would have been talking on a more personal level, I could have helped him through some of these situations. So then that, you know what I'm saying, that set a light bulb off in my head like, damn, man, I need to connect with my people more. Even though we on Facebook bullshitting and talking, uh, excuse my language, just playing around every day. Man, you can put that to the side for me. Hey, just hit them on the end by, yo, you good? What's happening with you? And I need to do a better job than that. Now, hell, even with you. I've been knowing you how many years? Me and you ain't never had a personal conversation about family and what's happening. We just never have. We still cool. Like, if you came to, to uh, Washington State, man, come through. I'm going to cook. We're going to do something. We're going to chop it up. Two brothers, brotherhood. And it'll be easy. We'll, we'll have a good time. But me and you never had a personal you know, situation like that. And I need to get better at that. Checking in on my people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But as men, we don't do that. I don't know about women. I don't know if women do that, but I know for a fact men don't do that. We definitely Every do. Every day. <laughs> we do. Y'all, do Y'all be in there. Yeah, that's different. Because I can't, yeah. like, I, I personally can't think of, like, a dude hitting me up, like, bro, I just want to check on you. How your mental state? Like, how you, like, I can't think of the last time, like, a homeboy just hit me up on that tip. Like, Bro, like I'm just checking on you. Like how you doing? So, yeah, we don't really, you know, we might hit you, like, yo, what's up? What's been going on? But it's not like a, bro. Like I'm just checking on you. Like you straight? You good? Like, you and then saying? to take it a step farther, to take it to a step farther, we don't think there's nothing wrong with it. Like mm-hmm. we don't do it, so we don't even think far enough to even think is something wrong with that. Like it's normal. It's so normal. We don't even think it's nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? It'll be awkward. If one of my homeboys hit me up right now, why we only like, hey, Nate, man, I'm checking on you, man. You good? You know, I, I'd be like, it'll be weird. I wouldn't even know how to respond to it. I'll I, I just brush it off. Like, yeah, I'm good. You straight? All right. What the Saints doing? Hey, we'll just move on to something else. <laughs> it'll be weird. Mm-hmm. And we need to change that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, women do it all the time. We talk all the time. All the time. <laughs> I, mean, I think I think most women have that person that they know that could call the vent to and be like, "Are you busy? I just need to vent real quick." Mm-hmm. And then they'll unload all this stuff on you, and you'll be like, "What the hell? Crazy!" Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think men like that, and sometimes it bleed over into our relationships. We ain't like that with our partners. We should be like that with our women. Our women come to us with situations, and we like. We really sometimes we don't know what to say. I, me personally, I've been told this, so it got to be true. I tend to be more nonchalant about stuff. If it's a problem, I skip the the conversation part of it. And I get right to fixing it. Okay, this is a problem. Let's fix it. I go fix it. I'm a fixer. That's what I do. I don't get into the emotional part of it. Oh yeah, yeah. I just okay. This is a problem. I'm gonna just calmly go do what I got to do. And sometimes, you know, when it comes to a relationship, that can be an issue. Instead of having the conversation, digging deep, why? I don't get into the why. I just like to go fix shit. So 
it bleed over into relationships too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, I think sometimes women get frustrated whenever men do try, even though you know are trying to fix it and make it better, they just really want you to listen to what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Got a bite. A minute like and a I, half of listening. Yeah. Hey, while I'm listening, I'm kind of sliding. I'm listening. I'm sliding. <laughs> As I'm listening, I'm sliding to go fix it. And then I'm out. So, yeah, I see that. Yeah. And I think that that also comes with uh, conversation, too, like in knowing your partner. Like, yeah. all right, you know, I don't want to listen to you that goddamn long. You know, I need you to listen to you. How do we come to a compromise so I can be heard and I can be helpful? It just has to be some type of compromise to figure out how to make it work. But I think, Agent, we talked about this before, too, when we were talking about how men, because um, I think there was a question about women calling men soft. And like, do we think like that's a thing? Because you was like, do we find it a problem for men to be emotional around us? And me and Drina was like, no, like we want y'all to, to be that way. Yeah. And we were like, I think it'd be y'all men who Y'all homeboys, whoever uncles, dads who make y'all suppress that. That comes from that side. It ain't the women. Hmm. I think if I think if you come across a woman and she talks about you for sharing your emotions, you need to get far away from that woman. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> She's evil. <laughs> She's evil. But I think I think it starts at a young age, like Debbie said, like, don't boy, get up, stop all that crying. Like you ain't no girl, like but Come on. To be a man. Like I think it starts from that point and then it just like grows. And I think <clears throat> you can't really blame yourself for not checking on your friends. I think one way to look at it is if you could just let your friends know, like, hey, if you ever need to talk about something, like I'm here for you. And like, you know, let them know like that's that's an option as well. Because I think a lot of times men just be like, Well, other people got their own shit going on. I don't want to burden nobody with my mm -hmm. stuff. But yep. on the other hand, if somebody's your friend, you would much rather listen to them, listen to their problems and know that they're suffering in silence. I mean, I hear that, but y'all, come on. Y'all, if y'all ain't going to tolerate a man that's always crying. You say always. always. No, no, no. no always. It's a balance. It's a balance. <laughs> now, if this man all the time crying, yeah. his, face, his face is wet, <laughs> crying. Yeah, y'all be like, okay, this is this too much. We this don't want much. a woman that's always crying around the Well, it's more acceptable. Yeah. No, it's, it's not. It ain't gonna be no crying bitch around me yeah. all the time. Did you want to figure it out? Uh, I'm about to see if y'all with a man his face always saturated. Come mm -hmm. on now. <laughs> then, it, then it's this now you're desensitized from it. Now it's like, yeah, all right, now this you just it's doing a, this. It's man. too much. No, it's a balance. The same way a man don't want no woman crying. Like now, what you crying for? Yeah. <laughs> you you sensitive again? No. I think we deal. I think we, as men we deal with it a little better. We like okay, that's who she is. But the stereotype is man supposed to be a man. I think y'all be out like ah oh, no, nah, I ain't dealing with this. I think we'll but, deal with. But that's just real toxic because of course a man is supposed to be a man, but you still human, and we all go. We all have emotions. <laughs> I think it's abnormal for any human being to cry all the time. They need to go get help. <laughs> they need to cry. Right. I'll just make it sure. I was just clarifying. It, I think for women to be okay with men both being ex, 
oppressive is most likely because of how their environment was growing up, being taught that men shouldn't cry. To, yeah, <sighs> we got to come out of that. I mean, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I was I was at my son's birthday party this weekend, and this little boy he had to be like two, three years old. He fell down some metal steps, head first. We all was like, oh my God. And the mom just was like, oh, you. I'm like, pick him up. The boy about to die. You all right. Shake it up. That boy was so traumatized. I'm calling him yes. <laughs> I'm calling him people. I, somebody should have, because that, I, I, um, I thought the boy broke his neck. But he a boy, so he got to shake it off. Right. That boy, that boy was sitting there looking like he was about to die. Mm. She, she did not pick him up. I'm like, oh God. Well, All right, Nate, I think you mentioned this earlier in the discussion that you had for our next topic. You mentioned something about being submissive. Women mm. being submissive. Are black men providing a safe space for black women to be submissive? Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take a shot. Oh, uh, one of y'all can take a shot at. Let me get let me get my little thoughts to go. Adrian, you go ahead and go. I ain't got no man, so I don't know. Uh, um no. I don't want to say no, but no. Um, and this is once again, this is just my experiences with the guys that I know. So, especially, I mean, because we, I mean, we, we're talking about single guys, right? Because I mean, typically a married guy is creating a safe space, right? Um, so, but the single guys that I know, like, no, and but they, they feel like they deserve it. But they're not making it a safe space for women to give it. It's like, she just should listen to me. She should just do what I say. Like, you know, I tell her what she need to do and da 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 But she's like, bro, but she hits you up and you go MIA for like three days. Like, bro, you you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you doing some shady stuff. Like, how you think she going to be submissive and listen to your guidance and your leadership yeah, and you doing crazy stuff like, man, I'm bro, like I'm, man, I'm there for her, like I care for her. I like you know, I do this, I do that, bro. But did you hear what I just said though? Like, you gotta make us feel safe. You gotta make her feel safe. I feel like if a woman feels safe, mm. you provide that comfort, that safeness. You know what I'm saying? The submissive energy is gonna start coming. You know what I'm saying? women want that they want that consistency they want that comfort they want to feel safe like i feel like if if they if they feel that they're able to move in their energy just like if we moving in ours they gonna move in theirs. i feel like it's that simple and if she doesn't move in that and you're providing those things for her she just ain't the one like move on don't try to force it yeah if you're doing what you're supposed to do as a man and she's not following you she ain't the one. It's that simple to me, but yeah. I, don't know. I talk from a from a married man perspective. So, yeah. uh, well, for me, 
you know, the first problem, the first problem for me is the word itself. You heard me? Like just that word submissive. That's it got like a a negative connotation to it. You heard me? Like even as a man, I don't even like the word submissive. I I, I don't even want that tag on my wife. I don't want somebody else to look at my wife and be like, yeah, she's submissive, submissive to Nate. So I think for us, if we spend in the modern day women, I think we need to upgrade the word to the current times. Like, let's find another word. Like, shit. I mean, I don't even know what word. Maybe cater or something. Instead of using submissive, I'm, I'm a cater to my man. Like, he got an idea. I'm a cater to his idea. Because I think once a woman hear the word submissive, you heard me? Like, off rip, she's shutting it. It's almost like in your wedding vows, how they got rid of obey. Or uh, some people got rid of obey in the wedding vows. So let's let's just upgrade the word. That way they more susceptible to understand. And now we can progress the conversation after that. Because if they shut down off rip off the word itself, then we ain't going nowhere. So that's number one. And then, you know, hmm. Like I say, man, I think that that's the basis of it. I, I think a lot of people just can't get past the word itself, submissive. And uh, and like you said, to me, trust, that's a big one. A woman ain't going to submit to you if she don't trust you, bro. And, and you know, and be responsible. Uh, be a responsible man. Like, for instance, say your woman, she working in corporate, right? She going to these business meetings. She moving around, right? She hit you up. You at home. She hit you up. Look, um, well, school just started, right? Okay. The kids need um, physicals for school, sports, or whatever. I'm moving around. I can't do it. I need you to get all these paperwork, social security cards. I need you to schedule their, their appointment. I need you to take them to their apartment and then take all the paperwork from the doctors, bring it to the school. So she, she asked you to do all this, right? You can't even do that simple task from beginning to end without hitting her up. She just told you she and me. So now you hit her. Babe, where the paperwork? What's my son's birthday? Uh, this and that. So now all, all this happened through a day. She, you know, so now she get home, right? She asked you to do the simple thing. You couldn't do it on your own. She didn't trust you enough to do it on your own. You wasn't responsible enough to do it on your own. So now she get home. She aggravated. Now you think this woman about to submit, be submissive to you? You know what I'm saying? She ain't in no mood. She ain't about to. She ain't about to cater to you. She ain't about to be submissive. You couldn't complete that simple task she asked you to do on your own all day. You hear me? So trust and just having a response, a responsible man to handle mm -hmm. business that she ain't got to worry about. She ain't got to go behind and make sure you do it. So that's yeah. to me. It's just it's that simple. Mm -hmm. Trust, responsible. Have a responsible man and a man you can trust. And then hopefully she, like I say, I don't like the word submissive. Hopefully she a cater to your ideas and what you got going on. You got an etch a sketch? Can you create me one of them? <laughs> uh, the only thing I'll say about, about this is, had men, it it throws me off because, like we talked about earlier, men want women to approach them, and then you turn around and you want me to be submissive to you. What? What? <laughs> how? How does this equal that? Because it doesn't make any sense to me. That's you, why, yeah, I'm you want with me you. To take the lead. You want me to take the lead and you want me to approach you. And then you want, at some point, the switch to flip. And now you want me to be to follow what you say. I yeah. had to approach you. Yeah. 
It don't make no sense. Uh, uh, that why I, it, it sounds so crazy to me. That's why you know. That's why I say like, what? That's just like a woman proposing to you. I wish um, you would. She uh, never. That's, that's why. That's that's crazy. But I thought there was like, you know, for the longest time, I thought there was like internet, you know, stuff. I thought there was like a um, like people were trolling until I realized people were really out there doing that. I didn't think. I didn't yeah. think that was real. That's crazy. I mean, it's people really out here, women proposing to their man. Mm. But yeah, man. <laughs> I think that's the main point I wanted to make. Let's let's change the word to fit these times, and I think it'll be more digestible. And I I don't think it's the word, Nate. These hoes just don't give a shit. You, <laughs> you can change it to any word you want. These hoes. <laughs> Even and cater women to women do nothing. Cater, they ain't going no, to they, 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 cater it to no nigga. I am the new nigga. <laughs> That's what they're going to say. <laughs> listen, you can dress the word up. They listen. I'm just trying. They what Their excuse is, if he lead, I will follow. Why are you choosing a man who can't lead, man? What are we talking about? Why would he be allowed in your presence if he cannot lead? And then to be submissive, you know, he got to have a plan. He got to have a goal. He got to be working towards something. Like, you ain't, a female ain't going to be submissive if, you know, I ain't knocking nobody work at Burger King or whatever. But if he in his mid-40s, he in his 40s, he working at Burger King, and you, you got a career, you know, <laughs> like, what is it to submit to? You know what I'm saying? You ain't working towards nothing better. For the situation so of course she ain't gonna submit to that mm -hmm. a lot of men out here think that you're supposed to submit because i'm a man no nah. yeah. just because the, that's, my that, DNA that's, that's where they come from and that's the problem nay what about yielding is is that better i like yielding <laughs> you know that hey, the same yielding. thing yielding. compromise compromise. <laughs> compromise to my knees baby <laughs> cater to me baby Compromise to me, baby. These hoes yeah. don't even make a sandwich. You talking about cater? We gonna come up with something other than submissive. They don't <laughs> even make a sandwich for they man. Like, I think it'll come off better though. Come on, we just striving for better. We ain't we ain't trying to fix it. We just trying to get better. Let's move in the right direction. You heard me? If they want to get a husband uh. that is a real leader that provides a safe space. They will need to submit. I that that is what they're going to need to do, and their husband's going to need to submit to them in some cases too. That is just what it is. Very true. I don't know if if a word in itself bothers you, you are just not submissive. It's I mean, you got to put the medicine in the candy sometimes. You heard me? No, you need to grow <laughs> up. And if you so, say if you want what you say you want, mm. your words ain't gonna matter. You are gonna do what it needs to be done. Mm. You need to when you was a child and your grandmother was giving you that nasty ass grown. medicine, we grown that got that damn fish or whatever nasty medicine your grandmother used to give you when you were <laughs> sick as a kid, you didn't like it. She used to wrap, put it in candy or something. I can guarantee you, naturally submissive women don't have a problem with the word submission. You know, yeah. you know what's crazy? I I, I disagree with you, Didi. Mm. I know some women that's naturally submissive, but if you say the word submissive, they have a problem with it. They probably no, submitted to the wrong person. They probably submitted to the wrong person at one point but, and now they're mad about it. It triggers them. For whatever reason, when they hear that word submissive, 
they I'm not saying they just go crazy about it, but you can tell like uh, they don't care for the word itself, even though they naturally submissive. They didn't submit it to the wrong person for too long, and now they're mad about it. Mm. <laughs> they don't waste their time. Mm. <laughs> Those are probably the same women who get offended when you ask what they bring to the table. It's mm. a valid question. <laughs> they get offended by it. Most women, mm. they just get offended. It's words. Why are you offended by words? Words mean something, Didi. Words so if your that. actions are doing what these words are saying, why would you be so offended by something that you're actually doing? Words mm. mean something. It wouldn't be words. Words mean something. You might be right, because if I say you're a hoe, you're going to slept with 35 people, oh, you call you a hoe, you mad, even though you're doing what hoes do. Mm. You can't just go around calling people hoes, Didi. Well, they shouldn't <laughs> be doing whole shit. Mm. Once again, women cannot take accountability for certain things. Call her a Harley. Call them out. No, Harley. <laughs> he said, call her Harley. Something a Jezebel. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Listen. Words mean something. Well, they do. They do. Mm. But I promise you, if the outcome is still the same and you're offended by a word, you might want to change the fact that you're offended by that word if you're not getting the outcome that you want. That's all I'm saying. That word, what I'm telling you, women, is that just like just like y'all think that words are offensive, you being offended by certain words is a repellent from the man that you want. Just saying. Mm. Say you want anyway. Now you plenty we, of rare reason. We, we can agree. Out here. Disagree. It is there. If you, it, I'm talking about for the men that they say that they want these mm. single women. If they're sitting on any type of platform and they are saying that they have a problem with the word submission, though that is a repellent for some men, for most men, the men that they want. Unfortunately, that's the times we in. These modern women don't like from so what I see. These women I ain't gonna say all, oh, but it seems like the majority. Oh, he calling out y'all modern women. You hear? <laughs> and that's why they modernly single. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm just trying to help y'all out, y'all, because they keep saying they want a thing, but they don't want to do the thing. Gee, that they they don't thing. want that. Stop. You know they don't. Stop. It's crazy. You don't want it. No. Oh, just get rid of the word. Like you say, in the wedding vows, they we didn't care about the, the obey word. Women decide. Women hated that, so they got rid of it. You so words didn't mean nothing. Why they were so pressed about that? If it words didn't mean nothing, why they were so hard on removing that? Well, let's just remove the word, period, then. Submissive, let's just get rid of the word altogether, then. Because I want my husband to submit to me, too, so I don't have a problem with the word. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I mm. just don't understand why that word would be so offensive to people. That's weird to me. We're yielding now, Didi. We're not submitting. We're I'm yielding. I'm submitting to my husband. Well, you I yield. He submit to me. I'm making his plate. I'm cooking for him. That's catering. You catering, you fixing the plate, you catering. I'm doing so, all of that. You catering. And I don't mind the word submission if I get the man that I want. Yeah. Mm. You hear that, Nate? You hear that? They gonna keep getting them, them niggas that's, that need to stay with them. Mm. Cause they don't care about nothing about no submission. They just want the income tax check. I'm just trying to get the ones that can't stand that word. 
and the, to the fellas that's watching the podcast, hey man, you have any issues with your old lady, or your woman with the submission word? We gave you some alternatives, <laughs> fellas. In the beginning of this show, we told y'all that y'all need to set the tone. We don't give a Yield. shit. Women think we ain't changing. That's right. I mean, it don't hurt to try. Ten goes down with submit and make them hold submit. It don't hurt to try. <laughs> Yield, cater, try them words and then check, check back in with us and see how they go. They was never submissive, submissive to begin with, y'all. Mm. I promise you. Try it, fellas. They wasn't. What, what what did Debbie say? As a married woman, I do not find the word to be offensive. If you have an issue with it, I think it may be because you haven't been in a relationship that makes you want to do that and provide it as well. Hmm. I can't argue. I can't argue with Miss Taylor. Hmm. Ain't no way a word can offend somebody that damn much. Mm. <laughs> Not when you say you want a thing. I'm just talking about it when you say you want a certain thing. And that certain thing requires you to be submissive. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I mean, I feel like the majority of well, the majority of women I know are Christian. And the majority of women I know want to be wives. And we if you believe in Christian beliefs in the way we were created. Women were created as a helpmate to a man to be a partner. So I mean we talking about modern like women. These, some of these modern women ain't never been to church in their <laughs> life. They be in church. They living they by be in rules. church every Sunday. Oh, They're not living <laughs> by these rules no more. But these modern women want a traditional man. So how that's gonna mm. work? How that's gonna work? I don't think they want no traditional man. What? I do. What? What kind of man you think they want? I have no clue what kind of man they want. They want a man to provide, pay mm. all the bills, because they ain't going 50-50. <laughs> How y'all feel about 50-50? I stand on with whoever making what and how you decide in your house. Sometimes it might be 50-50, it might be 80-20, it might be 100-0. It just depends on the season. Okay. Uh, yeah, I feel like you, it depends on whatever you got going on in your house, whatever works for your household. These chicks want you to pay all their bills while they living in their shit and you living in your shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still confused on that part. I'd be like, so what you gonna do with your money? <laughs> Spend, spend it on me. Oh, That's what? what yeah, right. They're they saying they're going to spend it on themselves. They got to get their last nope. Yeah. <laughs> Them $600 weaves. <laughs> I'm just saying. Boy, hey, I ain't getting into that. I ain't. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I stay out of women's business when it comes to weaves and all that. I, I'm staying out of women's business. <laughs> uh, you, you put whatever half head piece on your head you want. I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> to pay whatever you put up there. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> y'all crazy. Mm -mm. All right, y'all. That's our last topic. Um, this is the fourth minute show where we can discuss what you got coming up. If you want to promote anything, if you want to tell people how to follow you on social media, websites, anything like that, let the folks know what you got coming up and going on. What you Man, got? You know, I ain't really got nothing. I'm working on a couple things. I ain't, I don't have nothing. You know, solid right now, so I ain't gonna promote nothing. And be honest with you, I don't even memorize my social media. It's just Nathaniel Johnson on Facebook. But uh, you know, as some of y'all might know, I just got my um food worker card, so yes. I'm be doing my um catering. 
out here in Spokane, Washington. So if y'all know somebody in the area, tell them to holler at me. I've been I've been doing this for almost shit, 18 years now, catering. Yes. Wherever base I've been to, if you're in the military, we got a lot of military mutual friends. So they know about me and my cooking. And, you know, that's my passion. So y'all look out for Nate's Kitchen in the future. Salute. And, again, I appreciate y'all having me on your podcast, man. I love what y'all doing. I be checking on y'all. Y'all be having me rolling in here. So respect <laughs> y'all and appreciate y'all again. Thank you for coming. What you got, Dreamer? Just getting ready for the Gulf Coast Brunch Festival. Yeah. That's okay. all we got going. Selling tickets. Tickets still on sale. When is the festival again? November the 13th. Okay. Veterans Day weekend. You said, bottles mimosas. November twelfth. I'm sorry. November twelfth. Come get all your bottles mimosas. <laughs> all the ones you want to drink. I don't want to see no liquor after this weekend. Oh yeah, happy uh happy birthday again, DD. It looked like uh, you went hard. Wait, was that, in Miami? <laughs> no, I was no, I was in Miami last weekend. I was oh. in I was in Charlotte this weekend. It look like y'all, y'all was out there. You look like you having a good time in there. Did I? Woo. I, was, I was like, did he do an outfit change? I was did like, I? first I saw the red, then I saw the black. I'm like, oh, she she doing it up. Yes, I did. With the <laughs> dinner first, then I went and turned all the way up way too much. Look like a good time. It was a great time. I felt like I was back in Korea. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a good time, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Of what I can remember. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. I'm finally, I'm almost hydrated again. Just so you know, Nate, I got a couple messages of people saying, your boy Nate, hilarious. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, salute. <laughs> what you got coming up, Adrian? Hey, man, training. So, you know, I'll be doing the government training. Um Getting got a couple meetings for that this week. So the following week I'll be doing that. You know, um, actually I don't think I said it, but uh so I do I'm a senior advisor at AARP for their learning um division and helping them with that, bring everything together. So I'm working on that as well too, man. I just just try to stay busy out here in these streets. You feel me? Keep 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 employed. <laughs> With all these shutdowns looming and shit. <laughs> no, man. So it's what to um it's been extended. It's only to I think November 17th. Oh. Yeah, no, it's real short. Like they just yeah. yeah. It's like um, a 45 day. Yeah, that's it. 45 days. So yeah, it's like yeah. Mid-November is when they have to extend again if they don't come up with you know a whole budget. So yeah, it's crazy. They, you know, it's the government leverage. I feel like since probably they started doing this, what, like 10, 11, I want to say, where they started leveraging, you know, the government shutdown into putting things into to bills with wow. that, that they wanted to have happen. And, you know, it's not cool, but I mean, what can you do? So corny. Didi, what you got? I ain't worried about that no more. Right. Uh, uh, Didi, Didi got 25 businesses. <laughs> she about to move for about 35 minutes. Oh, I'm not. I can't I'm one up. thing. Hey, I respect it. I can't even keep up. That girl be working, boy. <laughs> I am promoting one thing because it's a huge. 
I got to hydrate so I can get ready to turn up again Saturday. The Saturday oh. is my high school Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So I will be inducted to the Hall of Fame for track and field. I'm excited. I got like 20 people coming, so I can't wait to them. I'll be home in Bristol for one day for the ceremony. Um, so yeah, that's all I'm promoting today, mate. That's it. Just my induction ceremony. <laughs> so Bristol, y'all come out. I already sent if y'all wanna, if y'all can't come to the ceremony, inbox me and I will tell you where the after party is. I can't have no weirdos popping up. Inbox me and I'll invite you to the after party where we'll be in Bristol. So we're gonna have fun. Yeah. You sure you don't want no weirdos popping up? No, right. not again. No, we're not doing that again. Again? Oh, that, that, that's a story for another pod. It happened from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, let me shout out our media group, Iron World Media Group. Thank you for everything y'all do. If you uh, would like to hear the audio version of this episode, it'll be on Black With No Chaser Internet Radio, BWNC Internet Radio. Download the app. Um, we'll be on, we're on Spotify and iTunes as well, audio version. And of course, YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like the channel, turn on your notification bells, leave a comment, and share with your friends. Let everybody know about the Breaking Bears podcast. We appreciate everybody in the comments. Thank you, Janika. Good night, boo. And uh, we will see y'all next week. We are out.